Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. And I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Media here at Whistle Realty Group. Uh, goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So rather than us guessing at what you want to hear about, we just listen to what you want to hear about. So if you want to tell us what you want to hear about, go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast. You can also join our referral network, our private Facebook group, and get dialed in with our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a video content creation machine course. Uh, if you've ever checked out our shows, Everything East County, East County Eats, Sancy Saturdays, all these community shows that we've built, we will teach you everything we have learned about shooting these shows over the last seven years. Check it all out at thewhistleway.com. If you enjoy the show today, if you are watching on YouTube, give YouTube a little thumbs up. Let us know that you're enjoying the show. Uh, if you have questions, throw a comment on there. And if you want to get notified when we drop future episodes of the show, you can always hit that subscribe button and little notification bell. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, make sure to hook us up with a review on there. We are like top five in Belarus right now. Uh, but we would, I guess that's Gary, where Gary V's from, right? Um, oh, I think you're right. Yeah. So, hey, maybe that that's why. Um, we'll take it. <laughs> we said it to Gary. Hey, we're top five in your hood, bro. Um, but, yeah, hook us up with a review. We want to be top five in the States. So let's do this. Uh, Brian, what do we got today? So I was looking on my phone because I wanted to see who asked this question. Um, Somebody just slid into Brian's DMs. Well, That's no, what they happened. So the whistleway.com, they asked a question. And it was a follow-up on one of our previous uh, podcasts where we talked about um, the importance of creating unique selling propositions. How are you making yourself different than the rest? So David Mount asked, um, he said, you mentioned on a recent episode about working with services that allow buyers to write cash offers where those, uh, where those third-party services supply all the cash to a buyer for a fee. Can you elaborate or do a full episode on that? So David Mount, uh, he's part of the, the... Oh, here we go. It's been a while. It. Wait for it. Re the Redux? R-E-D-U-X? Yeah. Redux? Yeah. Just like it sounds? I thought this was going to be a way harder word. I thought it was... I, well, I th no, it's Rideau. I thought it was going to be something like that. Um, with EXP. So... We wanted to go a little bit more into depth on that, David, but also we wanted to talk about going a little bit more in detail instead of just talking about the importance of the USPs, but partnering with people people to build out something that's unique to your company. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, David, appreciate the question. Um, yeah, so here's, here's something that I've observed in recent years is people on Wall Street have a shitload of money, and they're just <laughs> trying to find ways to spend it. Like, they have stupid, 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 stupid amounts of money. Breaking news, Wall Street has money. Yeah. I'm glad Kyle figured yes. this out. <laughs> Wall Street, venture capital companies, like, uh, it's insane, right? You hear, like, what did Slack sell for to Salesforce? It was, like, 20-something billion dollars. Like, it's absurd. Like, I remember when Instagram sold for a billion, and it was, like, a huge deal. Now you got tech companies selling for 20-plus billion. It's absolutely absurd. So there's so much money out there looking for things to invest into. And so there's companies that have been popping up over the last, I'll say three years, I think is when I first started seeing some of these, maybe five. Um, over the last three to five years, there's been these companies popping up that are trying to find gaps or pain points in the real estate 
process and they're trying to alleviate those pain points or trying to, to bridge those gaps. And so it's been really interesting to see what these companies are coming out with because um, some of these things are brilliant and really serve a purpose. And sometimes they're throwing spaghetti at a wall, seeing what sticks. And you're like, that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. Like, what are you thinking? Well, I think a lot of times the, the best way to um, create a product or, or a service is find the problem then create the solution. Yeah. I think a lot of times people create the solution and then go, uh, shit, th- this is the problem you're facing, right? No, no, I don't have that issue. Why would I buy your stupid Amazon thing? Because that, that's never happened to me. Yeah. So I'm going to, there's like three of these I want to hit on. I'm going to save the best for last. Yeah. I'm making you stay till the end of the episode because the longest day on the episode, maybe we get out of top five in Belarus and maybe we rank in some other countries too. So yeah, I'm using it. I'm using it. So, or they're just going to fast forward through the first two. They might. <laughs> yeah, but then they don't know where to stop. So, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Gotcha. So, uh, number one, we'll talk about the one that's probably been the most prevalent that's been around for a while. And that is the iBuyer, right? And the iBuyer stands for Instant Buyer. And that has been around for a few years now. And the goal of that is to basically help somebody who just wants an instant sale that doesn't want to deal with showings doesn't want to have to deal with open houses, doesn't want to have to deal with repairs, negotiations, not knowing when an offer is going to come or when their house is going to close. Like there's a lot of uncertainty in the selling process. And so iBuyers have been born. So I want to dive in a little deeper to that. So I sold my house to an iBuyer, but we've also seen some pretty spectacular, I don't want to use the word flop, but I guess- Rises and falls. Rises and falls with a few companies. Why, why are we see why, why did that happen and is this still a valid solution for people yeah um, I mean there's still a number of i buyers out there that are they're doing well um, I think obviously there's Zillow they came into the space they came in really hard and immediately wanted to go toe to toe with open door who's the big dog and it didn't work out for them you know there's a variety of reasons I mean rich Barton you could he basically said it was harder than they expected. They didn't understand how hard it would be to forecast the market. They didn't understand how hard it would be to line up all the contractors to do all the work and, and a variety of other factors. I mean, we we called this out on the show, you know, in the middle of summer. They were paying stupid prices, like straight up stupid. They were literally buying listings for 10% above what model match comps were selling for. Like it, it was not smart. And not even taking consideration days on market or anything like that. I mean, they were buying properties that were listed, not selling, and then they were offering 10% above what they were listed for, not selling at. Like, it was stupid. So we knew that there was going to be a flop there. Their algorithm... Well, we knew there was going to be some loss of money with the idea of lose short-term money, buy market share, and then be the dominant player moving forward. I think they just lost more money than they expected in the time frame. And it would be too expensive to keep that up to, to buy dominance. Yeah. And so they, they just decided, like, they made some mistakes. Now, what's funny is the market's going up so fast. If they just held those places for a few months, they probably would have been fine. Um, so, you know, they're out of the space. But you got to keep in mind, too, that they didn't start as an iBuyer, right? You got these other companies, Open Door, um, OfferPad, Knock. Like, these guys all came in as iBuyers. Like, these Purple were bricks. built as iBuyers. No, they're... They, oh, okay. they don't even exist. They, but that, that are, they were a discount brokerage. They weren't an iBuyer. My bad. Um, so, and then you see like Redfin too, right? Redfin wasn't 
built as an iBuyer, and they have done poorly with their iBuying model. And, and Zillow, obviously, I mean, they're not around anymore, so it'd be hard to say they were successful in that. So some of the companies that tried to add it on have not done well. But the companies who have done this from the beginning, they're still strong. They're, they're still doing well because they're they understand how much you can pay and how hard it is to get contractors and you know forecasting the market and stuff like that. So there's still plenty of iBuyers around that are very successful and um, and it serves a purpose, right? I mean, for you guys, you you wanted a quick, easy sell. You didn't want to deal with all the things. You got 600 cats to herd. Like that would have been hell to deal with all of that. That's not true. I don't have 600 cats. <laughs> He's got multiple cats. Not anymore. Two, 600. I mean, yeah. I have one now. Now down to one. Okay. We're going to get you 600 more. We'll replenish you. If you guys have cats you don't want, send them to Brian. Don't do that. Just put them in a box and drop them at Brian's doorstep. His address is 8325. No. That's right, actually. So, iBuyers is one of those. So, think about ways you can partner with them. We've had a lot of clients who are in a scenario where they don't want to deal with all that stuff. They just want to be out. And traditionally, you had to go to a, an investor who would offer you 65, 75, maybe 75 cents on the dollar. Well, you don't have to go do that and give the house away anymore. Now you could sell it for 85, 90 cents on the dollar. We, we got an option that'll even go up to like 92 cents on the dollar right now. Um, so that's an option for people. And there's no rule that says you can't sell to an iBuyer and get paid for your services that you provided and, and making that deal happen so you can attach a commission and right take a listing with a commission attached to it and explore all of the options that are out there and if one of those options works best for the seller and they're happy with it boom you sold it to an iBuyer and you got paid a commission and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so what I hear you saying is you don't have to create the iBuyer program yourself you don't have to buy the home yourself you can be the middleman you can be the one that shops the iBuyer programs and and uh, brings those together to say, how would this work? How would this work? How would this work? And then present that to your client. Now you're offering a service. Now you're offering something of value because you're shopping the two to three to four that you know do well, that will close on time, that, that'll be a good solution for your buyer or for your seller. So that makes you unique. Rather than it saying, does. hey, just go to Open Door or something. You say, hey, come to me. I will shop into the places and come with you come to you with three to five offers yep because you can't go to open door and get offer pads offer from open door you can't go to open door and get Knox offer from you know from offer pad like it's not going to work that way so there is a solution out there um that now this is mainly geared towards like big teams and brokerages this is not really geared towards solo agents um but there's a, a service out there that can actually aggregate all of the different iBuyers out there. So you submit it in one place and they automatically submit it to all the different iBuyers that are buying in your area. And then they bring the offers back to you. Super cool. So if you want to get connected, um, that is Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I-E. Um, and again, this is only big teams and brokers. So if you're a solo agent, this is not for you. I'm sorry. Uh, but if you are, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kyle Whistle. I will connect you. I got a good relationship with the owners there. Um, I'll get you directly connected so that you can explore it. It's not cheap. It's not for solo agents. Just putting it out there. But it is if you want to scale this up where you could go into every listing appointment and have multiple offers right out of the gate. So USP. One of the things that I really liked with them because we used them for a while is they also were 
very aware of what was going on. So at one point they sent us an email said, hey, just FYI, we're not going to be submitting offers to this company anymore. Um, they're doing some stuff on the back end that we don't agree with. Um, and that's not agent focused. So you're not going to see um, offers come from this company anymore because we're not submitting because we don't like what they're doing. Yep. So when they did that, I was like, they really are looking out for their customer, which is us as the agent. Yep. So that's number one. Number two, um, now number two and number three are both crucial in this market. Because if your market is anything like our market is here in San Diego, there is no inventory of homes for sale. We are. That's we just, not true. We've got point four months. We have twelve days of inventory <laughs> right now. Twelve. When we should have one hundred eighty. Twelve days, at least one hundred and twenty. I mean, three to four months minimum. Right, ninety days minimum. <laughs> we got twelve. Um, so if your market's anything like ours, which I'm pretty sure every market in the country is like it right now, maybe not as extreme, but we have. 0.4 months of inventory. It's competitive as hell out there. If you are trying to write an offer today with a buyer who is contingent on selling their current home before they buy, good freaking luck. That is literally climbing uphill in the snow and flip-flops. Like It is not going to go very well for you. Um, so you need to find a solution. And there are now solutions out there that can help bridge this gap for you. Um, and they all use different names, but effectively it's a trade-in program. It's something that can allow you to effectively trade in your current home for a new home, much like when you trade in a car. It's an easy experience. You walk in dealer, you're like, I want that car. They're like, what do you got? Cool, we'll give you this much for your trade-in, and here's a new car. And that's an easy experience. Now, you could sell it on your own, your car on your own, and deal with like the whole creepy Craigslist thing and all that, and, and that's not for everybody. So um, that's why trade-ins work. So they've found that let's provide this option for people so that they can trade their house in and buy a new house. But what's great is you can actually buy before you sell. These guys will bridge that gap for you for a fee, right? Nobody's going to do this for free. Um, but depending on the company you use, you're looking anywhere from like one to 3% for a service like this. And what they will do is effectively buy your current home first and let you go buy your new home and then they'll come back and ultimately sell your home. So you basically buy first, sell your home second, um, and it allows you to buy your new home without being contingent on selling your old home. Which, I mean, that that is such a big thing. I was talking to some friends of mine, and uh, they said, yeah, we're looking to buy a house, but they were in that situation where they needed to sell first, and they're like, we just can't. And I was like, this was when I was we were working on a video we did, and I was like, we literally have a program built for you and I'm like I don't want to I don't want to sell you on stuff I don't want to whatever but let me show it to you so I sent it to him and I'm like this is exactly what we need like can our agent do that I'm like I don't think so yeah. and <laughs> so, so think about all the pain points this solves right like one pain point is you can't get your freaking offer accepted because you're offering contingent on selling well now you don't have to you buy first sell second but they're effectively buying your home um, and holding on to your home bridging a gap until you ultimately sell it to the open market so by for them bridging the gap, your home's already sold before you buy your new home, um, and now you get to write an offer non-contingent, and then you come back and sell your home later, and then you get all the money from it. So and the great cool. thing again, now you don't have to worry about people coming through your house because you've already moved out. You don't have to worry about um, how it's going to look because it's vacant, it's staged, it's it's cleaned up. Um, you don't have to worry about people looking through your drawers. It's, I mean, you're out, yeah. and so we know that homes selling at 
vacant and staged are going to sell higher than having to work around your client's schedule and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's a phenomenal program. Yeah, having to clean 600 litter boxes right before showing over and over again is a hell of an inconvenience. So yeah, this will avoid all the headaches of showing your home. Um, the other thing it does is it helps you avoid the double move, which is dreaded, right? Because what a lot of buyers are doing right now, they realize they can't write an offer contingent. So they're selling their current home, then they're living in temporary housing while they shop to buy the new home. That sucks. Like moving two, moving one time sucks. Moving mm-hmm. two times is just awful. I know people that have moved in with their parents. And again, it was, lived it, in a trailer, just, RV. Just for like, a month. Yeah. Just, but it turns into seven or eight or 12 months. And they're like, I have whatever we have to do. We will get out of my parents' house or the RV or the hotel or temporary housing. It's, do you want to be at a home? Yeah. And then you end up settling for something you don't really want because you just want to get the just hell out of your out. situation. Same thing if you're writing an offer contingent. You're like, if somebody will take your offer that's contingent, it's probably because the house is a piece of shit that nobody else wants. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about uh, Zavi for the iBuyer has yeah. some options. Do you want to share what? Yeah, what there's, a, there's a lot of these. So there's companies like um, Homelight. There's companies like Knock. Um, there's some other companies like Homeward, Ribbon. There's a variety of companies out there that are coming up with these models. Um, easy knock. So quite a few different solutions out there. Um, and one of the great things, if you connect with Zabby, they can actually help you explore all of these too. So they're, they're really tuned in to who's active in your market. But those are a good list of them. If you want to reach out and start, and again, there's going to be, I'm sure they're different in different markets. I'm sure some are only available in some markets. Yep. Um, we went with home light and we're really happy with them, but I think, um, in our market, it, it worked really well for us. But I think in other markets, there might be another solution that might fit you better. Yep. So, Cool. Um, third, this is the one I was telling you you got to stay for. This one is uh, so cool. Ooh, this is the cash offer program. So um, there are companies out there where they could take a financed buyer and turn them into a cash buyer for a nominal fee. Uh, so the company, we use, again, we love Homelight. We're huge fans of them. Uh, for 1%, they can take a 5% down buyer and turn them into a cash buyer. Yeah, you heard that. You got a buyer who wants to buy a house for a million bucks. They got 50 grand to put down. If they could come up with 10 extra thousand dollars, they're now a cash buyer for that million dollar home. They could close in eight days. Yeah. You kidding me? Like that's crazy. And so what they do is, um, and now these companies all work slightly different. There's another one called Fly Homes that does something. Um, they effectively come in and buy the home for you with their cash and they simultaneously run your loan and your loan ends up taking two, three, four weeks, however long it takes for your loan. So they buy the property. Now they're bridging again. They're bridging the gap until your loan is done and then you buy the home back from them for exactly what they paid for it. And again, with this market, market, you're buying the house at a discount. Yeah. (laughs) Eight days later. (laughs) 1%. Yeah. By the time eight days, you know, two weeks after it closes, with them, you're buying it. The value just went up a percent in those two weeks. So, yeah, you act there. They could, they should raise the price. Don't tell them. Not, not uh, for us. Don't tell any of these companies. Yeah, for everybody else, not us. <laughs> for for our competitors, raise the price on them. Um, I mean, think about that. Like, and a buyer's like, oh, well, I don't want to waste the one percent. You dipshit. Are you serious? You're going from a five percent down buyer to a cash buyer. Do you realize how? Quickly, that's a front of the line pass. Like that's your fast pass at Disneyland, right to the front for one percent. 
when people no are offering 10, 15, 20% over asking price, yep. I mean, all the time. It's, it's, so if you, if you flip it around and say, well, instead of offering, what, 800,000, you would offer 808. Would you offer 808? Yes. It's the same thing. Let's offer 800,000, but with cash, it's going to be the same cost, right? It's a 1% either way. Um, but if this is more likely to get you your offer accepted, and, and we've seen even people do a combination of two or three of these, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, so I mean, this is just a no-brainer, right? It's going to get you to the front of the line. You're, now you're going to get the house you actually want, too, because if you're coming in with 5% down in this market, you're getting your ass kicked over and over again, you're settling, right? You're going to take whatever whatever seller will take your 5% down offer. Now you're front of the line, fast pass. Um, so these are three, and there's I'm sure there's other ones that are out there that we haven't even heard of yet or that are that are in the works because, again, they're just trying to find these pain points. So number one was selling to an iBuyer, an instant buyer. Number two was a buy before you sell or a trade-in type program. Number three, a cash offer program. Um, lots of companies that are doing these. Again, our friends at Zavi, um, they're great. Now, again, I just want to stress this because last time I talked about them, I had like 100 people hit me up. Big teams and brokers only. That's it. I'm sorry. Um, so if you are, or, shoot me a DM on. Or if they're with Wall Street and they have lots and lots of money. <laughs> yeah, they'll take your money. Um, <laughs> but some of the other companies, as far as like these um, these other bridge options, you've got Knock, you've got Easy Knock, you've got Homelight, you've got HomeWord, you've got Ribbon, Fly Home. How do you spell Ribbon? Just like, like you spell it? Tie a Ribbon. Okay. Yeah, R-I-B-B-O-N. Um, so those are just a few. I'm throwing names out. Google this shit. Okay, you're a big boy, you're a big girl. Google this shit. Um, you can you'll learn more about these companies and go on their website and just like, are you active in San Diego? And you, the most of them have it on their website where they're active at. So I'm hopeful that this is valuable for you and giving you some tools that you can now take and separate yourself from the competition. So when somebody says like, well, what makes you different or why should I work with you? You're like, oh, boom, I got this, I got this, I got this. So like, oh, okay, uh, the other person didn't have that. Now you're ahead of the competition and you're going to win. So if you're getting value out of the show today, if you are listening on a podcast platform, please hook us up with a review on there. It means a lot to us. Let us know you're getting some value out of the show. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Let YouTube know you enjoyed it. Also, you can hit that subscribe button and little notification bell so you get notified when we release future episodes of the show. And if you got a question, throw it in the comments on there too uh, if you want some further clarification on any of this stuff. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast channel, our YouTube channel, join our Facebook private group, referral network, email newsletter, check out our video content creation course, go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com, and you can ask questions to get answered on a future episode of the show. Before we wrap, we want to share something we refer to as our whistle widget of the week. This is something that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun in our business. What do you got, Brian? Mine is this little dongle right here. Um, we are in the process of upping our game when it comes to our weekly team meetings. We, instead of just doing the simple Zoom, we're trying to get some more camera angles in there, some, some higher quality. And one of the things that we were missing was, um, one of the things that we're going to really try and work on is getting a, a feed out into one of the, the TVs to get a higher quality feed. Um, well, my laptop, it's probably a five or six year old laptop, and it only has one HDMI output. So I have my laptop screen and a computer or and a, and a monitor, but I needed more outputs. I needed more monitor, I needed another one. And so I got this little USB 3.0 to HDMI adapter for my PC, 
Um, they have Mac ones as well. I think it was like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, something like that. Um, and I was a little worried because it's USB 3.0, but at my computer, again, older laptop, was USB 2.0, but it worked. And so I just plugged this part into the USB port, put an HDMI plug into this side. You have to download some software on your computer that it automatically pops up and then restart your computer. But it surprisingly worked. I didn't think it was going to work. So for 20 bucks, a little dongle gives me another option for another monitor. So I really like this guy. Love that. Uh, the one I'm going to share with you today, we are really obsessing over YouTube pretty heavily this year. Um, I just feel that the long-term value of video on YouTube is something that I don't think most of us realize the value of. And so we're going really, really hard on YouTube um, with content for you, right? Uh, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for agent content, but we have consumer content, we have um, local content, you know, we have all kinds of content that we're creating on there. And one of the things that I'm obsessed with is understanding the data, the metrics behind it, seeing the trend, seeing what's going on, what's working, what's not working. And there's an app called YouTube Studio. So you obviously get access to it on a desktop, but there's an app on the phone too that's just super clean, super functional. You can really dig into your channel, see what's going on, what's your average view duration, your click-through rates, uh, what videos are getting watched, what videos aren't, respond to comments. Like you could literally manage your whole YouTube channel from the YouTube Studio app. So that's been a huge one for me this year. I've been really stoked. I'm literally checking it every day. It's like how everybody's with their Bitcoin. I'm checking YouTube Studio. I want to see what that's doing because that actually is going to make me way more money than Bitcoin's going to make me. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> it depends, right? <laughs> yeah. So cool. Well, hopefully you guys got a lot of value out of the show today. Again, I'm Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Whistleway Podcast. See you next week, guys.